The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. She's not taking a Chad. Like a Chad with six pack. I don't know. That's I'm, not going to be her thing. I don't follow. Either you know, do I. I'm TMZ just. And all I'm, that a, kind I'm of a supposing. I'm a supposing that. Because she's not really out in the like zeitgeist either. I, like I she's bet not. Gal Gadot dates smarter. Older dudes. More accomplished dudes. Like. But legit smart, yeah. savvy. She doesn't date Giga Chad eight pack. I, I need to believe that probably, <laughs> but like in your old ass age, dude, <laughs> it just makes you sleep better at night. Uh, I know. Getting old is fun. Getting older all the time, my friend. Getting older all the time. So um, we might as well talk about it. Yeah, dude. Today's, Tell them we are recording on June sixteenth. Yes, my birthday. It, no, it's How not, old are you? Sixty. I am forty-nine. Oh, years 49, Sorry, young. Okay, forty-nine. Gotcha. Which is not true. I'm the oldest forty-nine-year-old on the planet. <laughs> Your insides are that of an eighty-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> from the neck down, you're seventy. Your insides are eighty-five, yeah. and from the neck up, you're right on target. Right on target. See what I mean? My odometer definitely flipped, though, at some <laughs> you point. You were not... You were getting penalized at the end of your lease. I went six zeros <laughs> on my odometer, and I started you over. 200,000 miles over your lease. <laughs> I am... Yeah. I am paying for the lease, and it sucks. Just buy the car. It sucks. Just I, buy the car. I should have prepaid for the 300,000 miles that I put on this Toyota RAV4. <laughs> RAV4. <laughs> that is my body. He's got a, a <laughs> Nissan pup. Yeah. Like a little right. pup pickup, dude. Yeah. Remember those fuckers? Yeah. <sighs> Pretty worn out. My chassis is busted Chassis's up. busted up. Rusted out. Rusted out. At the wells. Busted up. Yeah, dude. You know, Bobby used to be called a Dotson, but now he's a Nissan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how old we are. I'm okay dude. on the highway, but I can't, yeah. I can't climb hills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby ain't for Red Mountain Pass, dude. That's yeah. where you do not take Bobby. I'm a city driver. Yeah, at you this are. Point. Yeah. yeah, you are. No, sure. hey, congratulations, happy birthday. Made it another one, and and oddly enough, your birthday floats right around Father's Day as well. I was born on Father's Day. Wow, which were both fathers. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool day. Yeah does does um, does your does your boy do anything or at least say hey dad happy Father's Day? It's mostly and hey, then kicks you in the nuts. We will probably go have. Are you gonna go have a little din din? Little din din. Yeah, that's we, what we're doing tomorrow. That's what we're doing on Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were we're talking about like uh, maybe Monday pop sushi happy hour happy hour kind of because it's a little you don't want to kill the kid with cost. You're not ordering. Honestly, eh, I don't really care. It's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) What is your finest sake, sir? Actually, Um, that's where we're going on Saturday. I could do the math for him. Yeah, at any time for sure. 
And uh, if he wants to try to complain about money, I, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck. I will it. fucking ruin you if you want to talk money right yeah. now. No, your argument will fall apart quickly. You you cannot buy enough dinners to deal with the first two years of life. My nineteen years of nine hundred and sixty eight dollars. <laughs> oh, a month child, child support. Child support. Bra, bra, do the math on that. Yeah, dude. Oh, I can. It's a grand a month for 19 years. A grand a month for 19 years. You want to quick math it? Because you go, I don't know, state of New Mexico, yeah, you go to the 19th birthday. You do everywhere now. Like, I'm I'm going to have to So do is that, that technically well. 18 years? Yeah, but they do the whole, it's, it, it's, it's, it's government math, how they do it. To be fair. To be fair. He's worth every penny. He really is. He's, he's a sweet, a beautiful kid. fucking kid. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's a man. He's not a child. He, no, at this he's point, a grown-up yeah, no. man. He's my twenty-four-year-old roommate. He has sexual point. intercourse with people. He does loudly. He does in do my that house. loudly? <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that that does happen. That's funny. And, do you know uh, who is not having a great birthday? Oh, who? Our old dude. The Tangerine Dream, dude. When is his birthday? Um, <laughs> He was born on the 33rd. <laughs> 33rd of November, I believe, uh, is his uh, birthday. He is not having a good What is the him. opposite of a holiday? Because that's what we should do on Donald Trump's Yom birthday. Yom Kippur. Is, is fucking, we should you just celebrate. fast, pray, and are miserable for twenty four. It has to be a shitty day. It has to be a shitty day. It could be a Sunday, but everyone goes to work. Do you know what you eat on Trump Day? It's just cold McDonald's. Yeah, that you bought yesterday and put in the sure. fridge. You can't heat it up though. You got to eat the cold ass fries, cold ass nuggies. Yeah, just cold, right? Mil- milk steak with. Ketchup, <laughs> shit on a shingle, <laughs> chip beef on fucking white toast on Wonder Bread. Oh, how did we elect that guy? I, I, we, what we, is wrong with us? Collectively, we like the royal we we did, but you and me we we did not. I we, regret we, that we, vote we, every day. We, <laughs> I voted Nader in sixteen. <laughs> I voted for Gary Johnson. <laughs> Gary how'd, Johnson, how'd that work out? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Things are weird. Things are ramping up. Um, our buddy got indicted, uh, which, you know, argue, arguably can make politics fun it's, again for about a year. It's too early to get the hiccups. Obviously. No, no, no. That was a burp. Oh, okay. Burp cup. It was a hiccup and a burp hybrid Prius. So it's it's fun to have him back just because... As far as talking about stuff, well, it, it, he makes it hyper interesting. He is the first American president or ex-president that we've had that is a, now a ward of the state. Has been indicted. First he, time ever. He has a probation officer, which, okay. Is I guess hilarious. Now he and I have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because going back and thinking about stuff that happened, when Obama got in office, the big... Everybody decried that we needed to get Bush for war crimes. Sure. And and fucking Rumsfeld and fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, the Penguin. 
And there was some weight to those. And what did Obama famously say? We need to look forward We're and not forward. backward. Yeah. And at the time seemed gracious, but there is a special thing that happens with people that are of this status. We, we, you can't avoid, as much as we like to think that all laws are for all people and as for me as for thee, we like to believe that because it feels just in our core. It's not the truth. Um, it, it honestly is. And ri- rich people get off easier. We all know it. I don't yeah. think it's this way. And it shouldn't even be anything to get angry about. It's just a, a fact of a capitalist democracy. They get this better, is what we do. They get better health care. They get better lawyers. At they restaurants. Get, they get they, better. They get better yeah. sentences. They get better everything. And and that's they get better prisons. They oh Jesus! I know some of them get like yeah. There's like golf courses. On they some get of those. max. HBO Max, they get fucking sure. little Netflix. What? Half of them have Bobby's Plex. Yeah. At least half of them uh, have his Plex prescription. Well, if they or do, subscription. They, they owe me. They owe me. Um, but no, it's uh, things are ramping up. He obviously pled not guilty to 37 charges, including uh, parts of it were in the Espionage Act. There's obstruction. There's conspiracy. Um, yeah, obstruction and espionage are tough. Those are the baddies. Those are tough pills. And if yeah, if you think for a second this was brought haphazardly, you'd be mad and mistaken. That 44-page indictment was very clear and had yeah. pictures. So it becomes either you did it, you got caught, now you got to fucking bend. And obviously he said not guilty, so he's not willing to even discuss a plea. Um, and the other part of it is everything that you put up in the indictment is false and you've staged it all. So it can't be, it can't be anything else than that. It's either, this is what really happened and I got caught or the entire rest of America is conspiring against me. Yeah. Which do you think might be more true? It's so silly. It's, I mean, but again, it galvanized his base. He wanted another January 6th on his indictment day in Miami 300 yahoos showed up 300 inbreds showed up to protest that was it yeah that was it they lo- and it was all the the best of the best it was like oh, yes. the QAnon dressed as aliens with fucking you know wearing lady liberty spikes on their head like mm. the biggest mishmash of uh totally redacted and by that i mean retarded redacted <laughs> just utter drags of society that are divorcees and substance abuse issues and complete mental breakdowns of people showed up to that. That was it. There was no, there was no serious people there. There's a lot of people looking for something in their lives that latched on to this guy and they're still looking for it, but they thought they found it. It's it, 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 and we're gonna as the years go on, and we're gonna take a little bit of a step back from the actual stuff. As the years go on, we're gonna be able to, or people, not we, people sm- much smarter than Bobby and I are gonna be able to look back on this and deduce and do some breakdowns that have a, 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 a huge degree of depth in the fields of psychology and psychiatry and mental be- mental health and behavior, and really deduce like what is separating these people from the realities that they become untethered to. Yeah. Like, is it mental illness? Is it um, a matter of just 
you have people with not a, a, a huge degree of intelligence being led and lied yeah. to. Like, w- there's got to be some sort of like profile, a la fucking you know NCIS, sure. like profile of what makes these people like this. It's very yeah. interesting. It's gonna be. I, I'm very interested to see if there's a through line, if there's something that you could determine beforehand. Like you yeah. would make a perfect MAGA person. Right. Like based on these traits right. and where you're at intellectually and, uh, you know, your upbringing. And yeah, because because there are smart people. Are there on that side? Wh- who? You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm maybe I'm overreaching. I'm just saying the smart people are grifting. They can't be. Well, that might now. Do you that's see what actually, I'm saying? That's actually. A so better, you've got like yeah. Harvard grad Ben Shapiro. Who is a complete cuck and just a, a, a just a bottom of the barrel person, smart dude. He doesn't read past a headline, and then what he does is he makes these long long winded segments on things that are clickbait. Doesn't read the entire thing. It's a sweet grip. Sells it to his audience, and then gets fucking you know eight hundred thousand views in a day. It's a type of shit. It's a dope scam. I mean, is it though? Like, what what's the cost of that? Like, I, I'd be, I don't know, but it, I, you're making a lot of money, but I, I bet he lives in a cooler house than I do. Way you know cooler. I mean? You know what I'm way saying? Way cooler. Yeah. Um, but, but you know what I'm saying? There, there's a give and take to like, well, yeah, he's smart enough to know that he's lying all the time. There's like, a part he, of your soul. He doesn't believe to, what he's saying. There's a part of your soul. You actually have to give up that he doesn't believe what he like. There's the difference between uh fucking Mrs. Congressman, uh, woman neck. And the other one, the escort, Nick, the escort one. Yeah. The abortion having escort one. Yeah. That one. There's a difference between those two lovely ladies. Um, I believe Bobert actually in a weird way believes what she's saying. And I don't think MTG believes a single thing of what she's saying. I think she's grifting 100%. She seems very calculated. Very calculated. I think Bobert's dumb enough to believe that what she's saying might be true. Well, because every time... She's she's found this, like, every time I open my mouth, I get more followers and I get more donations. I don't... I, I, kind of thing. I, I, I would... But I would, there's a... I would strike back at that comment. But there's a... a well, I don't think that's untrue. I just think that there's a pivot that happens... Where all of a sudden, and I think she's now seeing it, is like, well, that's not necessarily true. You can't just open your mouth and be ridiculous constantly because there's been a, I mean, her her polling is horrible. Oh, she's going to lose 24. She's going to lose. <clears throat> she's going to lose to her boy. There's no fucking way she loses. Old Swifty. Or wins against Adam Schiff again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, It's not going to happen. Schiff? Is that his name? Yeah. I call him Swifty. Swifty, just because yeah. it's easier. Yeah, I don't have. And to I don't know what to think really. about that guy. I just know he's not Lauren Boebert. No, he's he's probably a giant corporatist piece of shit. He's an like Aspen asshole. I'm yeah, sure. he's an Aspenite, you know I mean? dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but he's not dating. Probably, probably he's a not dating a, a, a Christian. Uh, soup. He's a musician, and yeah, I mean, that dude. We talked about that guy. Yeah, it seems like he has a lot going for him. All of his kids are named after Bible chapters. Yeah, he's yeah. that guy. He's got a whole thing. He's got little Ezekiel. He's and got little a- Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. He's All a weirdo. That. Yeah, yeah. weird. He's got great hair though. Super weird. Great hair. Um, just tune in and watch stuff. I know it gets a little quagmire-ish, but 
we're we're in the middle of some interesting stuff happening. It's going to affect all of our lives. Well, Luckily, well, sorry, go ahead. You know who they are, but who are we? Who are we? Woo! What are we? We are doing? a year older and a year wiser. We, which is so fucking stupid it's and arbitrary. Because you know what? Old I'm a day older. By the way, old people. I'm not a year older. I'm with, a day older. Age is not wisdom. Wisdom no. is wisdom. No, I'm um, the most unwise. Please. My pearls of wisdom. Go back and listen to them. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Um, I'm kidding. I contradict uh, myself from week to week. Well, as you, you know what? Smart people question themselves. Love them on the way in. Love them on the way out. Next week, fuck that bitch. She never understood Dying me. Dying a fire. <laughs> uh, no, that's consistent. Um, By the way, that's what's going to happen this that's week. That's what's going to happen this week. Um, guys. <laughs> I may well, or may not got dumped last week. <laughs> oh, we need to talk about that. Um, briefly, not painfully, but everybody likes to know what's going on with our lives. So I get asked all the time. So it's good when we put it out there first. That way we don't have to engage in conversation. Sure. Because Bobby enjoys it. I'm a little, little weary of any conversation I ever have now. That being said... It's weird that you do a podcast. It's super weird. Um, welcome back, guys. I hope you're enjoying your life. I hope you're enjoying the times. I hope you are enjoying another beautiful, beautiful episode of The Whiskey Reel. This is The Whiskiest of Reels and The Riskiest of Wheels. We are back, floating high Hi, hi. We've got a 36-inch lift on Cloud City. I don't yeah. know how that worked, yeah. but we pulled it off. Yeah. And we're fucking full America. We're That's who we higher. are. That's who we are. We're, we're above America. We're in a different strata, as it were. We are. We are looking down on you, and we are judging you, and we find you wanting. <laughs> Most of you. Not all of you. <laughs> no. Uh, you're, you're beautiful people. All of you can't drive where shit. But you're still beautiful people. I drive behind you all day long. You're not lying, man. Why? Just this, this is the and it's I, not the tourists. Everybody, everybody, listen. It's a lot of the tourists too. Yeah, but dude, bro, I'm stuck behind no signaling, five mile an hour, looking every which way but where they need to, not putting their foot on an accelerator at a green light. It's amazing. I, I just, I just can't. I, 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 I can't anymore with you people. Can you please pay attention when you're driving? And just go where you're going. Just go. A to B. Quickest route. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Get there. Stop fucking my shit up. Because you're not paying attention. Welcome. I say we go bikes only. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Um, but... You know who you should love back is the man sitting across from me. He is no less than 49 years old. 49. 49 on the nose. On the nose. My bitches. Um, he's looking not a day under 48. No. Not a day. <laughs> he is age appropriate. He has now recently just changed his status on his Instagram and his Facebook and his Tinder to Sexican American. <laughs> and it's working for him. He's been getting a lot of feedback. He's a beautiful man. He has a beautiful boy who is now another beautiful man. This is Bobbeth Van Noys of the under 50 Van Noises. I I am skirting the line now. <laughs> brother, you're towing it, bro. I gotta tell you, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> celebrating this birthday, as it were. Don't I'm, tell anybody it's your birthday, Bob. Because I'm not. Just don't no, tell anybody. I know. And I like like some people just figured it out. And mm. I got inundated with shots of alcohol. Birthday shot. And they sang to me at Ooh, the downtown deli. Gross. Like forty fucking people that were in there. Mm. It was like I don't oh, like it. God damn it. That's weird. Well, I mean, I yeah. That's cool. It's but, sweet. Mm, I don't want it's it. It's sweet. I don't want it. I get it. I don't want it. I don't want it either. <laughs> Sitting across from me, <laughs> slightly older than me, very slightly, just by a year, just and by a, a few months, just yeah, just by some uh, some change, just change, brother. just change. Uh, my everything bagel, yeah, bro. The general manager of my heart Woo. and my soul, the man that I love to hate. <laughs> and he's the opposite of Dorian Gray, and I'm right there with him now. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Welcome. It, everything gets grayer and starts hanging lower. Hey, brother. As he knows, Gravity Sir Antonio Branderas of the Madagascar Branderas. Oh! Ole, 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 ole. Ole, ole, ole. Um, I don't I know if they say ole on Madagascar. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, Madagascar it's off the coast of a la- of Africa, so of like, Africa. Yeah. Um, I only know that because of risk. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about the most handlebar mustache, tight shirt, listening to the national game you could ever play is risk. Is risk. Oh, you God. think so? It's so super nerdy. I thought it was Settlers of Catan. Ah. <laughs> My daughter is trying to have me play that, and I'm like, I'm I, I play I tried to play it once or twice. Granted, there might have been illicit chemicals involved and other things, so I might not have been connected. It's a difficult game to pick up. It's not a hey, let's sit down and play war. No, it's not playing fucking no. uh, what is that one the the grandma game. It's not pinochle. <laughs> it's not pinochle, and I, that's probably hard. That's hard too, right? This is. Slightly harder than the Yuka bridge or Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it harder than Magic: The Gathering? Probably. Then I'm out. I'm Probably. out. I'm out. Yeah. I never. I never it's played that game. By the way, uh, I just it it elicits a response when you say Magic: The Gathering. A person forms in your head. So they're not called board games anymore. They're called what? Tabletop. Ah, fuck off. It's like the whole new... You know what, dude? I think that's the new nomenclature. Hey, well, we're going to play tabletop Walks games. like a duck, talks like a duck. Like, okay, but is there a fucking... Hey, I played fucking role-playing games. Is there a sheet of fucking cardboard that I put plastic pieces on? Then it's a goddamn board game. It's a board game, Yeah, dude. settle down. Just stop it. It settle doesn't down. elevate it. Yeah, settle down. You know kids. what I mean? It's yeah. like calling something like trance wave, and you're like, you're listening to electronic music, right? right. No, but it isn't. It's dark, gothic, trance wave... From Slovakia. Sure. Sure. That's great. But it also has power fiddle. Mm. You know, that changes the whole scenario. So, <clears throat> get over yourself. Anyway, welcome back. I love you all. We went to our favorite store. And <laughs> we, made the hasty- we made the hastiest decision. <sighs> wow. Just, just fucking. No regrets. Just walked in. No regrets. What about this? Buy it. Buy it. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. It's thematically correct. It is thematically because correct. Because it is Bobby's birthday. So in we, a return to form. In a return um, to form. We are going to talk a little bit of whiskey. Whiskey. Um, I don't think this is a whiskey we've ever done. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's... We'll talk about it. It's, it's not, a, it's not yeah, horrible. We'll get into it. It's yeah, not yeah. horrible. Um, Why is it milky? 
in in a well, those are the ice cubes. I know, but yeah. still, it's um, it's in, looshing. In birthday fashion, I went for the old granddad rye mash bill. Woo! Bonded, bonded. So bonded. This is bottled and bonded. We'll this, talk the about government what, is involved in this whiskey. We will talk about what that means. Yes. But this is old granddad's rye and old granddad, dude. I, <laughs> that's Bobby right now. Old that granddad, is, brother. Uh, I, mean, I feel like I'm getting close. You're, you're right there. You hoping? Hate, your, do you hope your son has a baby? I, I had a dream. Eventually, I had a dream last week. Okay. About my son and his girlfriend having a baby. That happened. That's weird. No, it was super weird. Yeah. And but I woke up with a kind of like, huh? That'd be kind of. Yeah, that'd see, be kind of cool. The next generation of noise. I think I'd be a good papa, peepaw, peepaw, whatever. You're a whatever, peepaw. whatever the little shit was. Or pop pop. Yeah, pop yeah. pop, pop pop. What do you think? What? Well, yeah, but you get to choose that. I'd rather he called me Bobby. If that was the really no, of course not. I want to be a papa. You want to be papa? Yeah, or and I hope he doesn't have a little boy because little boys are disgusting, dude. They they are gross animals. They're gross. We were one. Yeah, we know no, how they're gross. gross. You're wiping boogers everywhere. You're just yeah. like fucking skid marking. And just come into your house with a handful of dirt. Balls are all smelly. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know they're what gross. I mean? They're disgusting animals. They're, yeah, they smell like rotten ice cream. But I will tell you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you that being a father of a daughter, yeah, which scares you as a man, right? You're like, what's you're like a boy? I know what to do. I know how this animal is going to sure. function. You have a little girl, and you're like, oh my god, some guy's going to be digging her out when she's older, and like, sure. you immediately go to yeah, that the was, worst possible fucking that was, thing. That was a visual. It's a visual thing. And, yeah. But as a dad, you're like, she's helpless, and blah blah blah. And then you realize they're better than little boys. They're better than little boys. They're they just better. So much better. So even if you had a little yeah. granddaughter, yeah. it would dude, you'd go you'd lose your mind. I would lose my mind. You would be like spoiling I I wanna like You get to her, do that as a grandparent. I wanna take her out for little bike rides on the river trail. Oh my I god. Wanna, you know what I mean? How like fucking all that huge shit. Yeah. Jeez. And then drop them back off and peace out. And then pfft, Good luck. And then Grant, and then Peepaw's cracking a seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> also, we stopped at Cream Bean Berry. And that, sure. little, that little shit's going to be up for a while. Yeah, yeah. Fun with that. yeah. Did you tie her off at the roadhouse? You know? Just to have her out? <laughs> tie her up front? <laughs> Put her in a baby cage. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But well, anyways. Happy old birthday. Granddad, old granddad whiskey which is why um, we got it because it's bobby's birthday so. that's ha, 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 old but granddad. this is like a very 23 dollarish yeah bottle for 750 of rye whiskey that mm-hmm. you can put in your house and this is like a well rye yeah put it that way it's that uh, status like for a me. like a house rye like this I is mean, what we if it calls for a rye this if, is what we'll put in. if they ran out of rittenhouse we we're gonna discuss that. So like, because that's no the price point is very very close. But this is more than Rittenhouse. To written no, this is cheaper than Rittenhouse by a what couple of, by a couple now? of bucks. Twenty five. Rittenhouse is maybe twenty six. God damn! When we started this yeah. podcast, it was nineteen dollars. Yeah, Rittenhouse is about twenty six. Motherfucker. Bucks a well, hey, so it caught a couple, on. This is a couple. It caught bucks on. Before. It caught on. And also a, another bottled in bond. Um. So let's talk about bottled in bond real quick. 
sometimes we actually talk about alcohol. Yeah. Um, Bottled and Bond is an government. interesting. It's a government. Um, I don't even know how you put it, but it's like an, an, an ordinance or a or standard. Or a standard. Or a, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Bottled and Bond is a whiskey that is produced in one facility during one season. It is barreled for four years. Yeah. At a minimum. And then the last 100 proof. 100 proof. It's got to be 100 proof. Yeah. So that's what. And I don't think it can be more than that either. No, it's got to be. It's got to be exactly. It's got to be on the nuts. Yeah. 100 proof. Now, I don't know the derivation of the ordinance or the accordance. I don't know, like. The, the the who what when uh, we're not I'm not geeky enough to know that I've never yeah I don't know the origins necessarily why this became a thing yeah. or and I know it has something to do with the fact that post prohibition yeah and and pre prohibition really people were making things that you should not put inside of your body like 160 so, proof which alcohol. they still make like they high, do it's like you know high fucking alcohol so overproofed items they still do that oh sure on purpose navy strength gins yeah um like there's a or like overproof rum or you know like ray and nephew cask cask strength Everclear, all that kind of all that shit so the 151 and that's the most unfortunate alcohol in the world oh that's killed so many of us it's the worst that's killed that is that's why you literally the only reason you have that is to light it on firing. One fifty one is population it's, control. It is population control. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I believe it had something to do with the fact that it was so willy nilly and wild west when it came to alcohol. The government did intercede and said, "Listen, uh, let's make a relationship where at least the people you know know that there is some sort of oversight over this. So it became kind of a seal of approval that the government says it's bonded. And obviously there's money changing hands there because of bond. It's bonded. I don't know the specific details. Sorry, I don't. Don't care. You have a fucking computer in your pocket right now. You look it up. I got shit to do. I don't give a fuck. So how does it taste? I okay so and we will draw the um we will delineate All between right. this and and what Rittenhouse is because I think those are two very comparable price point whiskeys. Um Old Granddad on first blush is a much sweeter spirit. It is less um linear and sharp. Rittenhouse tastes exactly like Rittenhouse and it's not you you said the word cloudy just because it looks cloudy. Yeah. I think it tastes more cloudy. Mm. This is a this is a more um, less defined alcohol than Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse tastes like pepper and it has characteristics. It, characteristics, right? Yeah. This is this tastes like whiskey. I would agree. I would agree. I think it it goes attack to finish. There's no real mid palate to it. You taste sweet bourbon, and then it turns into 100-proof whiskey on the back. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of story going on between those pages. Agreed. It goes sweet bourbon, high alcohol, and then it goes away. And, and But there is a utility to that, too. As far there as is. mixing is concerned, we talked about what do we think this would be good to mix with. All the hits are there. I think both of us kind of winced a little bit when we thought about an old fashioned. Yeah, this is not. I don't old know if it has whiskey. enough like 
wagon it's dragging to fucking. It's not going to cut through. Yeah. Sugars. The and sugars. Cherries yeah. and things yeah. of that because nature. Because it's bringing all that on its right. own. Right. And then we, even more so, we think of Manhattan would be great, but not with like a Rossi sort of overly sweeted vermouth. I think it can get really cloying and I, shitty. I think with a really nice herbal forward sweet vermouth. Yeah, we talk Carpano a, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make yeah, like a Doulon Rouge a, or yeah, something Doulon like Rouge. that would would make a really nice man because they're drier, less sugar involved. But this has enough um, oomph as far as alcohol content it can cut. to it that it would cut into like a Boulevardier. I think I think a Boulevardier would be fun only because be fun. with with absinthe that fills in the gaps. Well, not the absinthe. The, that's a, a Saz. A Saz. Like, I, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I no, thought you okay. said... Uh, we talked Saz uh, yeah, earlier, we talked Saz. so my brain I think Sazerac would be great because the Boulevardier would yeah. be fun. I think it might still be too sweet. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. But with the Campari, you know, if it's a 1-1-1 type of Boulevardier... And yeah. It, let's talk about what a Boulevardier Look, actually if is. If you step on it and do it too... Yeah. Like... I wouldn't step on an it. An old-fashioned setup with it? No. Yeah. So typically a Boulevardier... It's a whiskey Negroni. Yeah, it's a whiskey (laughs) Negroni. So Negronis and Boulevardiers and to another extent like Last Word or a Vukari, we're talking about... so most Iterations of the same sort of shit. Most cocktails are going to end up with three ounces of alcohol is kind of where you stand with a lot of standard cocktails. It's a martini set. It's a martini setup. And so with three ounces of alcohol, to make it easy, a, a Negroni or a Boulevardier... Typically have an ounce of each. Yeah, that's just because bartenders are animals and we just do yeah. things easy. So if I'm making a Boulevardier, I'm going to use an ounce of this alcohol with an ounce of Campari, which mm-hmm. is an herbal liqueur um, that is very bitterly herbal. It's the bug guts. It's but yeah, it's orangey and herbal. Yeah, and, yeah, and then like a sweet vermouth, and you just mix all those three things together. You stir the shit out of them together, and then you drink and it. It turns great, and they're great. Yeah, um, Negronis. You would put in gin, gin rather same than setup. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Same setup. But Last we one. all fuck with our shit. We do an ounce and a half of this, and three quarter ounces. A lot of people and... do like gin forward. Yeah, Negronis. I, I, which yeah. I'm a fan of. Me too. Personally, me too. I Especially too. Campari can get. Campari can overpower everything. Yeah, it's like the saffron of alcohol. It, it really it just, is. It takes over. It's, it's like the, absinthe. It's the cilantro. Absinthe. Yes. Yeah, the cilantro, cilantro right. of fucking alcohol. So, but but <laughs> absinthe is the same way. Even yes. if you do a atomizing, even if you spray and spritz it, yeah. spritz a glass in the You're beginning. You're going to taste it. Oh, it's all fucking absinthe. That's yeah. just the way it is. So, and that's an interesting point to bring up because the reason that I think absinthe and some of these other spirits take over is because they're aromatics. 100%. When you spray absinthe into a glass that's you're huffing pour, it you're huffing, you're huffing it. that's all you can it, smell yeah. yep. this doesn't have that characteristic this doesn't no. have a very distinctive no it has no aromatics it just smells like whiskey it smells like whiskey just sweet caramel vanillas yeah you know yeah. what I mean it's yeah. got some dark barreling sort of feel to it yeah. I could only imagine that there's a difference between barreling and additives and I've got a sneaking suspicion not not because it's bad just because of the price point it's hard to make an alcohol like this under twenty five bucks. And I will say this: for that price point, if you were going to have this at your in your little home bar, you could do a lot of fucking work. Serviceable. Spend the extra three bucks and get Rittenhouse. Yeah, for but sure. If you have Old Granddad in your home bar as your rye whiskey, 
You're the doing bonded, fine. not the regular straight. Not bonded. the regular. Don't buy that. Do the bonded. Don't buy that. But you're doing fine. Yep. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. Your In wife, that respect. Your wife hates you? Yes. Or your husband hates you? But they already hate you. Or your other hates you? They but already, they already hated you they before already you bought hated this. You. Yeah. yeah. So you're just, just get the old granddad. You're just stepping on the accelerator. Um <laughs> Do you want to do a break before the body? Uh no, no, we're at thirty minutes. Let's let's push through the body. Are we and pushing then we'll do it? A break. Yep, and then we'll do a uh, break. he push it. I, yeah. Okay, I'm making executive decisions. Look at you, um, what a you, boss. We had a cool idea. And yeah. Oddly enough, we've never done this before, which, which is I'm a sounds shocked. Yeah, I, it, I, maybe it was so much low hanging fruit that we thought we'd try to be clever. We've definitely talked about. Um, every almost every movie in this we're gonna list. talk movies yeah just so you guys know that happens but we're but, and we've definitely touched on some of these movies but we've never actually just dedicated an episode to talking about sports movies yeah and not don't get before you get all weirded out we're not gonna go super geeky sports we're gonna talk about movies dealing with sports and yeah. I, I guarantee you at least a third of these you guys have seen you might not have seen the older cuts and the deeper cuts, but I guarantee you there's movies, and you're probably thinking of your favorite sporting movie right now. And and I think there's a caveat to this. You have to, like... Ice there, castles? There are... <laughs> We're not going to talk about ice <laughs> There are sports movies, and there are sports-adjacent movies. Yeah. So there are movies that are not necessarily about right. the sport, but they're so centered around that sport that you can't separate Like dodgeball. Dodgeball is definitely it's not a dodgeball movie. <laughs> that's a yep. That's, that's a, a weird, weird pull. pull. That's a weird pull. I get but it. I get no, what you're but, saying. But but what we're saying is like there's movies that sports might be a a, a motive to the movie. It might be a background reason why all these characters got here. But it doesn't really. It, it's it's not about the sport. It's about the people. But right? and that's even the reason I bring it up is because right. we're probably going to want to choose movies that we actually love, and they might be less about the sport and more about the relationships in the movie. But, but without the sport, the relationships wouldn't have happened. It, it, right? Yeah. Without the context of the of sport. the sport, like Ted Lasso is a a a, a English football great. show. See, that's a great pull. That's. That's something that's so adjacent to the sport that you. But it was can, highly about the sport. It's like highly the sport about the sport. Is integral, and the relationships in the in that show made a lot more sense because it was about fucking soccer. But you could have probably done that, maybe not in the same way. But if you were to go reversal on that, and had an Englishman yeah. coach a NFL team, sure, which would have been silly as well. Yeah. Like if you had an awkward Ricky Gervais coaching the bears yeah that would probably be funny but too the, yeah the sport adds to it adds the, to the the milieu that yeah. fish out of water right. fun yeah, yeah yeah look at this wacky american with a mustache what sport do you want to start with america's favorite sport oh that the sport of football bowling <laughs> is that america's favorite sport <laughs> I don't know <laughs> all right let's talk about fucking bowling all i know is most of the flyover states play this more than they play anything else well yeah i mean if we're talking about well there's weight restrictions do. yeah there are you know what i'm saying you're yeah. not gonna you're not going out for a deep fucking seam route right in a lot of michigan really, really accomplished bowlers are probably pushing three bills oh god yeah 
You know what I mean? 100%. So in the world of bowling movies, what are we talking about? There's only one. There's one. There's one. And it's so good. And it's so fucking funny. And it is Bill, one of Bill Murray's top three. For as good as Bill Murray is. He's fantastic. Easily his top three movie of all time. Okay. We're talking Kingpin. Kingpin. Mother fucker. That movie is Farrelly Brothers follow-up to Dumb and Dumber. It is so self-aware of how dumb it is. That's a good thing. Farrelly Brothers, love him or hate him, the one thing they can be when they're at their best, it's almost like a, a... a self-awareness is almost like the Cohen brothers where they're yeah. super self-aware and so understanding how funny this is and not trying to be funny at all. And yet still you cannot distinguish it or you can distinguish it from other. It's a fairly brothers. 100%. Movie. It 100%. reeks of the fairly brothers 100% does that make sense and the acting was phenomenal I I don't know if there's another bowling movie so but we gotta anytime you could bring up Kingpin you bring up Kingpin my favorite thing about Kingpin and we didn't discuss this pre-show there's so many my favorite thing about Kingpin is the fact that it apes color of money um so yeah I get that in the first 10 minutes of the movie yeah 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 yeah, it's Woody Harrelson in the bowling alley and he can hear Right, Randy Quaid behind him right. breaking pins. Yeah, and that because it uh, it goes right back to Color of Money when right. Paul Newman can hear, hear Tom him Cruise cracking the rack, cracking yeah. the rack. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love that part of it. Obviously, it's Fairly Brothers, so it gets silly. It's it, stupid, a little gross out humor, very gross. To it. Some, sometimes, and it's amazing. We we're gonna bounce. How about we do this? We'll bounce around the small sports, and I, I say that in quotes. Okay, I yeah, I don't mean do that. that to be. Don't don't take this the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you if you're a fan of any one of these, um, MMA. There's only one movie and one movie. There's only. one movie. Bobby, talk about it. I've talked about this movie on this podcast stream a lot. The only MMA movie worth watching, just like a real movie. It, that's a real movie. Yeah. is fucking Warrior. Starring Joel Edgerton, Nick Nolte, and Tom Hardy. And it is gorgeous. If you're a man and you think you're a big tough guy, yeah. I defy you to sit next to me and watch this movie and I'll stare at you. Yeah. You're crying. You're crying. I don't give a fuck. There are three scenes in this movie that will fucking make like, you cry. It, they break you because we've all had dads and prior to... I'm going to save this for my pearls of wisdom, but prior to other generations and how their parents were like i think of a very kind of i'm not my dad type of dad uh we were the last generation of kind of hard asses yeah um this will fucking break you this will break like, you. it'll break you if you've had a even a minor difficulty with your father yeah. which we all have that's growing up but warrior tom hardy joel edgerton so it's it's MMA adjacent, but it's really ultimately about brothers Family and fathers and, and those relationships. It's done yeah. so it's beautiful, beautifully, and it. I yeah. I'll cry every single time I watch it. I cry. I'm getting. I know you get verklempt. No, every I'm time that, you talk about. I'm getting that, that feeling, feeling talking about that movie. Oh my god, it's so ridiculously amazing. Um, yeah. Let's. We're gonna and bounce performances. We, forget about it. Stop. Look who we just everybody said. Edgerton, everybody Nolte, in that movie. Hardy, everybody in that movie. Stop. It's so um, good. Frank Grillo 
is fucking great Grillo. in that movie. Dude, that's my that's that's Rex's hall pass. Oh, and well earned. I'm just that is a good looking man. He's a, <laughs> he pisses me off. He's so good looking. He's a um, he's a slab of bacon, dude. He really is, dude. and he's all shredded and shit. Yeah. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Frank Grillo. Um, we'll get into another the 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 world's biggest game but not a lot of movies about them and we talked about one but i, I wrote down another that old sloshy gave me yeah. that i didn't tell you about first okay oh, okay oh, okay so we're gonna talk about bobby's new favorite thing which is english football and he was it's like there's like new english but okay dude, let's Go be on. honest right. you haven't you're not you haven't been a football fanatic your whole life by any stretch no no but but not. but let's let's talk there's only one movie that came to my mind as being a soccer movie and I remember this as a kid oh, because I loved it. It's a great and movie. And it had superstars in it. Like, Sylvester Stallone was in it. Pele was in it. Like Sylvester Mary, Stallone plays a goalie. A goalie. Which it's is super, the only thing he probably could do 100%. on a field. 100%. On a pitch. Um, What's the title of the film? Victory. Victory. Now, this is a Nazi era. Yeah soccer movie and if you don't believe me this exists and and that's number one number it's two it's kind of like the longest yard for soccer it, it's more it's like it's it's got it's got um uh racial and stereotype elements yeah. to it it's a bunch of Eng- it's a bunch of quote-unquote allied forces not quote-unquote they were allied forces captured by the germans yeah that are then forced to play soccer against the officers of a german battalion <laughs> and they all end up being like dude you got pele maradona you got all these like soccer guys that i don't know that if you if you're a big fan of english football it's like literally the mount rushmore of all fucking soccer players in this movie and sylvester stallone just happens to be there too and he just happens to learn how to play goalie he wasn't a goalie to start and then That's they, right. they yeah. form a breakout plan during the game yes to escape it's a fucking awesome movie. It dude. really is an awesome it's movie. It's an amazing movie. And nobody knows about Victory, and you should. And it has a lot of cred because of, I mean, like you mentioned. It's got, like, literally every superstar of Having English Maradona football. and fucking Pele. Pele in it. Yeah. I mean, like, you you got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak one in here. Okay. And you cannot tell me soccer isn't a major theme, even though. Oh, okay. The movie's not about soccer, but it totally is. Okay. Green Street Hooligans. Ooh, I like that. Okay, yeah, so we didn't. Dude. Okay, so we didn't discuss this, but yeah, no, soccer is the context. Soccer is the baseline for everything to happen. And I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think a lot of Americans have seen this movie, dude. This is Charlie Hunnam, who is Bobby's favorite actor. <laughs> Clearly, he is in Sons of Anarchy, Clearly. he played fucking the main role, Jax, in Sons of Anarchy, and also Frodo's in it, and he is. Wonderful. He's fucking. So is Charlie Hunnam, though. No, and Charlie He's Hunnam. Great. By the way, I loved Charlie Hunnam in yeah. this movie. So Elijah Elijah Wood is. I have to differentiate between my love for Charlie Hunnam as a British man and, or, and an actor. A dirtbag. Or being uh, a dirtbag American. Yeah. Because he's great when he's British. He forgets how to be British, though. He forgets how to be British. Yeah, that's what happened. Literally, that happened. But Green Street so, Hooligans is a badass bucket Dude, movie. if you guys enjoy just fun movies, Elijah Wood's great in it, so is Charlie Hunnam. It's a cousin of an Englishman, right? So he's got family in England. He goes yeah. to visit, and it turns out his cousin is one of the main people in a fucking hooligan 
crew, which is a gang which surrounds soccer and they fight other people for territory like a gang. And he ends up joining as this little soft, passive American. And it's his journey yeah. through that. So you get like involved a as a, you get involved with your club. Yeah, you, your club is your life and you fight for your club and yeah. die for your club and yeah. do a lot of bad shit. And this is not this is real no, stuff. No, this is actually what happened. It's not as prevalent as it used to be. No, it is not. The 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 Like I could go to a fucking easily Newcastle match easily. as an American. You wouldn't I could have been, wear the wrong jersey. You wouldn't have been able to 15 years ago. Although I couldn't call it a jersey because they call them shirts. Shirts. But <laughs> but but you wouldn't have been able to do that 15 20 years ago. No, you'd be you in jeopardy. You would have been beaten to shit. You'd be in jeopardy. You wouldn't maybe get killed, but you would have got rolled. Yeah, you'd probably sure. get your ass beat. Yeah. Yeah, um, Green Street Hooligans. That's a great pull. And um, then, last but not least, on the weird ones, we're gonna get the, not the big yeah, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Um, just small shout out. Rugby gets no pull. Invictus, not a huge great movie, but a fun movie. Very tropey. Matt Damon is good in it. Like, Matt Damon and uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman both is really in good. It. It's were, a Clint Eastwood directed film. It, it is not a bad movie, and it shows you a little insight into rugby, and it shows you an insight into the politics, South of African that politics. Region. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and and the struggle that Mandela had in ingratiating himself back into the country while making everyone happy. Yeah, because. Obviously, totally. the Afrikaners that were standing very stridently against him yeah. wanted to maintain the the culture of rugby that they had always 100%. had. Hundred percent, and he so no, kind of took their side. They said no blakes. Yeah, um, but yeah. but obviously new blicks new blicks um <laughs> we're gonna get to the big four now we're big talking four. hockey basketball it's where the football, rubber meets the road buddy baseball let's start off with the easy one okay. in my opinion which is baseball it seems like there's after so many there's sta- so many i know but after talking to everybody there seems to be the same things that pop up all the time and we'll just start at the top, and we don't need to go too far deep into it nerdy because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But let's just go from the top and we'll work our way down for baseball, America's pastime, which it isn't anymore. Not true. Um, nobody plays catch anywhere anymore. I, I go by a park. I never see anybody play no. catch. Um, Major League. Okay. Okay. Film from the fucking late 80s, right? Early yeah, 90s? Yeah, very late 80s. Okay. Yeah. Um, Major League, we're talking Charlie Sheen. Um, it, it, it's a goofy, like, um, it's not well, Naked Gun parody, but it's just a big, goofy comedy movie very, about baseball. But very, very respectful of its source material. Like, whoever made that movie loved had Probably loved might baseball. have played minor league. Yeah. They might have been in the sport for a they while. They respected baseball as right. a culture. Right. And... And let, the superstitions, the the, the like, you can't do certain things on certain days. Super and, sweet performances, yeah. um, really fun by a bunch of actors that are not amazing actors, but they're all really really solid. But it was a good ensemble sort of thing that 100%. just took place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's also worth noting there's probably no Ted Lasso without Major League. Major League setup. I don't. I don't know if you can draw that correlation that far later. That's a fifty-year gap, dude. They literally the creators of Ted Lasso. I'm sure they took 
inspiration the onus of that show of the owner that wants the team to actually fail they're like that's directly for major league that that 100 yeah i know the personalities on the team and the the disparate personalities and young hotshots versus the The older vets i mean that's 100 we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about another movie that has the same tropes so what i'm saying is bring it up you bring up bull durham Talk about the young guys with the old guys, and that yeah. there's that trope in sports, right? Bull Durham is the reason I brought up the the concept that maybe these are sports adjacent because I think Bull Durham, but it doesn't happen without baseball. It doesn't happen without baseball, and a lot of pros that I've heard in interviews talk about Bull Durham is like, well, when I was in the minors, that that's was what it was literally like. exactly what it was like. I always think my my favorite quote from that movie, which we used to actually say on the baseball field when I played, was "Don't think meat, just pitch." Don't think, just pitch. Don't think yeah. meat, just pitch. And which is kind of a great thing to take in your life. Yeah, like it's um. Don't overthink it. It's a Ron Shelton film who has directed more great sports movies probably than any other human being. Um, it it. It has a sweetness and um, a, an intelligence to it that is uncommon in sports films. The romance in it is fucking hyper realistic in a weird way. Like the older guy that's in love with the same girl right. as the young hotshot kind of thing right. is a very like it makes thematically it, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sure. sense just from a human sure standpoint. And they do a good job with that. Bull Durham that holds up as a very human movie. And you, the emotions in it ring true, and the I don't know. It, I, to me, it's it's one of the my favorite films on this list that we're doing. Bull Durham's fa- let's let's it's let's, fabulous. Let's press ahead. Let's well, press ahead, please. Non non to the ladies. Where are all my unstable ladies at? Um, League of Your Own. Oh, we weren't going to talk about this. And this was some, something, and some got brought up, and I was like, you know what? Fuck us for not thinking about this. Yeah. Such a fun, relevant movie. It was based on true events. Obviously, it was stylized because it had Tom Hanks and Madonna. But very much about baseball. But it's a baseball movie, and about the and like a it's a slice of life. It's a it 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 is it's a biopic. But it's a real thing that it's a kind of a a, an exaggerated biopic, right? Yeah, biopic or biopic, whatever. whatever. I I hate the I know it's GIF and JIF. Um, League of Your Own. Phenomenal, hilarious, um, sweet. Or is it League of Our Own? League of their League of Their Own. Is it League of Their Own or I League of so. Your Own? League, or of, League our, of Our Own. I think it's League of Their Own. Now I'm fucking. Now I'm questioning myself. Nah, I don't even care. It's the one with Gina Davis and Madonna. Stop it. And what's her name? Rosie O'Donnell. The, the loudmouth. Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Um. Tom Hanks. Not in a bad way. She just. She can be a little... Tom Hanks is next level. He's hilarious. I think that was what started Tom Hanks being a combo, because he has dramatic moments, he has comedy moments. But he's originally a comic guy. He was originally just a funny dude in wacky shit, like Splash and Bachelor Party. Dude. But what then, about like, Peter League of Scalara and Big... And him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Booze and, and Buddies. One of the best sitcoms of all time. League of Their Own... <laughs> It's League of Their it's Own. It's League of Their Own. Okay. League of Their Own stands up. That is a fabulous sports movie. It really is. It's so it fucking completely cute. It completely so holds fun. up. And of course, just like all great sports movies, it ends up being about the relationships. Always does. Because that's Always. what sports is. That's what sports is. So, that's hip hop. Um, the other two, we'll end it. Moneyball. 
can't say enough about it. Academy Award winning and has proven thusly in a bad way to not work, which is interesting because now they're seeing the reverberations 15 years later from Moneyball and it's not great. So it's kind of weird historically to watch that movie. Yeah. Because you're like, these guys are geniuses and da da da. And then you figure out that, like, oh no, this bankrupted an entire organization. I could do a but whole podcast about fine. that argument. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm saying, it's not. Every, t- every team in Major League Baseball does what they did. Of, of every course. team does well, Moneyball. And every team. I, I, I wish everybody the best of luck. So, and then last, it's but just not, that some people still have more money. Last, that's what baseball has become, <laughs> or cheat. Well, or you know, or try to be the Yankees and buy your wins. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, the National, the National. God, I was thinking about the, the grip. Natural. The Natural. You son of a bitch. If I could write more legibly, look, no, it's fine. Doesn't that look like the National kind of? Okay, um, Natural. Obviously, The Natural might be the most feel-good movie on the ever made in the history of ever. It's a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale, and it's brilliant, and it borrows from like Mantle and Ruth, and there's these Ty Cobb, all those. There's these mythical things that when you think of those Roy Roy Hobbs, Roy Hobbs, yeah, yeah. So when 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 I was growing up, and you know the. These guys were like bigger than life by 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 can't even express how big bigger than life they were. Like he was kind of an amalgamation of all those Yes. People. All those personalities. And uh the love and, interest in it and Well, speaking of which, I think the most impressive thing about the natural is that it makes Glenn Close not look like a fucking ghoul. Yeah, because she's <laughs> not, not a not a handsome lady. I mean, she is a handsome lady. She's a fabulous actress. But she's not... I love her, but... Would be considered hot leading lady material. I know. Yeah. I know. But she's a and fucking I nor- beast. I normally love those schnozzy girls. I know but, you like the schnozzers, dude. But man, Glenn Close, I was like, You're the wizard of schnoz. Not, not sure I get it, buddy. Um, the wizard, the the wizard of schnoz. <laughs> How did that never become I, I, a nickname? I don't know. <laughs> I just brought it up. Uh, the natural... Honestly, soundtrack-wise, the way it's mm. shot, it is so... It's it gorgeous. Eli- it elicits like this like visceral response for me, so I love that. It feels we're like America. Move- it feels like America. Um, we're going to move on, right? Yep. We're going to go to the one major sports category that's always kind of tripped me up, because there's not a lot of great movies about basketball. There's and you not. think to yourself, like, oh, and then you start to think, you're like... Huh. And you brought up White Man Can't Jump, which you want to talk about a basketball adjacent movie? Yes. yes. Um, it is. Basketball is part of it. It's part of what kind of gives it its legs. Well, it's the entire context. Yeah, but obviously it's a relationship movie. Obviously. Above and beyond anything else. And obviously. it's funny you mentioned that. Another Ron Shelton production. Above the Rim. Um, or... No, no, not Ron. Sh- oh, Ron. Sh- oh, you're saying Ron, in general. Sorry, yeah, Ron. Sorry, sorry, no, Ron sorry, Shelton sorry. is. I got you. I got the creator you. I got of Bull Durham also did. White I was Man going on to the next movie. Sorry. Um. So that that makes a lot of sense when you talk about White Man Can't Jump. It's, yeah. It, and it, the relationships are fantastic. Right. It's hilarious. Have you seen the new one? I've seen the new one and don't. I don't want to talk about it. Go watch the old one. I don't want to talk about. Go it, watch right? the old one. I don't want to see it. Right. No. Okay. Thanks. No, it's fine. That's all I needed. It's um, okay. It's fine. 
one of the preeminent sports movies of all time in my mind is Hoosiers. And it's not professional basketball. It's college basketball. Gene Hackman. It's high school. Um, high school basketball, right? It's high school. Oh, is it high school? Yeah, it's high school basketball. Well, in the 50s But it's high in school Indiana, basketball in Indiana, which, is which makes it essentially... Major league. Major league <laughs> shit. basketball. Yeah, that's pro um, shit at that point. And you can't talk about basketball while talk, talking about Hoosiers. Hoosiers is, is like... Talk about feel good. Granted, it's hyper white, hyper of the moment... Um, it, it, the themes are very gettable themes. It's, and it's the overcoming of adversity, adversity, but God damn it. Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman is an American gem. And 100%. I hope people understand that Gene Hackman hasn't ever done anything bad. Never. He's been in questionable movies and not that many, by the way, not that many. The man is a motherfucking stallion. Like yeah. he's just done good work his whole life, yeah. From French Connection yeah. to fucking the last movie he did, and now he's playing the like grandfather of the bride sort of thing, yeah. Which is fine. Get your get your bag, dude. If get you want to watch like Gene Hackman go head to head with probably the goat actor of our generation, go watch Crimson Tide. Oh, and fuck. watch Gene Hackman and Denzel, and Denzel Washington battle go. Head to head, dude, toe to toe, and just glory. Hackman is just, and by the way, amazing. I promise you, you don't know who you're going to be rooting for no, by the end of that movie because you kind of buy them both. Yeah. Not um, a sports movie, but great. I just just from movie, from the though. Gene Hackman context of it, right? Go watch that fucking we, movie. And we couldn't think about another basketball movie. There's not a lot, of, and I was there, joking. Not I a like lot. Space Jam. Like, I, I, yeah, Bobby brought up He Got Game and Above the Rim, and I know. For, to a certain extent, I get it, but like I can't put those movies on par with like Hoosiers. No, they're not like seminal no. sports movies. Not in the same realm. Um, not in so, the same realm. Hey, basketball, up your game, dude. Up your game. Up your game. Because Space Jam ain't cutting it. Not doing it. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the last big two. Uh, we'll start with. Um, I think we got some more legs in the last one. Let's start with something that both Bobby and I are like. I mean, I, I should speak for myself. I'm not super familiar with hockey. I've watched it. Nor am I. I, I, I was around in high school. Wayne Gretzky got to the Kings, and apparently L.A. became a soccer town at that point, and I had already missed the boat. But obviously a lot of y'all like it. It's a big sport, and there's I, some better movies I than you think. Say. I have seen more great hockey movies than I have the best seen one. great hockey, hockey matches. <laughs> there you I've go. seen more hockey movies than I have seen and actual And one of the movies matches. is about the best match. Yeah, 100%. So there you go. Let's start there. Let's go. Miracle. Oh, my God. It's about the USA feeding the Russians. It, feeding the Russians. I mean, Lake Placid. It's literally like, go America. One of the great movie memories of the last 50 years. And moments in sports history. In sports history. Like, this is something Just, that people literally remember where they were, when they saw it. Oh, yeah. Like, this is one of those. This is like a 9-11 moment. It like, was. seriously. For, it it for, shook for, up for the world. Yeah. It broke the world. It really did. And the Russians still can't forget it. They still can't fucking they forget can't, it. They've, that's why they hate us so much. And then, <laughs> so importantly, is just Kurt Russell's performance is so... Phenomenal. Fucking perfect. It's pitch perfect. If you watch old clips, which you can do, um, Herb's fucking... The, 
his name was Herb, whoever that coach was. Of course it was. The performance is fucking phenomenal. He's great. And the speech in the locker room. Cry. Cry. I I mean, fucking forget about it. Just cry. It's amazing. Um, It's a great fucking movie. We got a couple more um, hockey ones. The Goon, which I know none of you have seen. Goon is great. Or Goon. It's not The Goon. It's Goon. Goon. It's with Stifler. Yeah. Patrick. Sean. Sean Patrick Wilson. Sean Patrick Thomas. Yeah, who cares? I don't know. He's Stifler. You guys remember Stifler. Um, This is an under-the-radar fucking hilarious gem. It is so fun. It's a gem. He plays like a B-League enforcer. Just and he's old now and trying to get his life right and he's just he's a goon. So in hockey, as you guys know, the goon is the guy you set out there to fight. He's he's the enforcer and his character is borderline developmentally disabled. Yeah, dude, totally. I don't <laughs> want to throw the R it's word not at him. Ableist, <laughs> but he's yeah. very redacted. It's yes, he's uh, extremely redacted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't quite fit into our. He spectrum. doesn't get it. <laughs> Uh, but a fun movie, right? Yeah, fun movie. So, Great movie. So two last ones, and we saved the two best for last. We're going to save the actual best hockey movie for last. This is a movie that Bobby and I both grew up with. This was honestly one of my favorite movies growing up, and it stars the one, the incomprehensible, uh, Patrick Swayze oh. and Rob Lowe, oh my God. believe it or not. And a bunch of other character actors that you probably have seen in a thousand things. It's called Young Blood. It's killer. Um, Rob Lowe plays the young kid that makes the team. Swayze's the old veteran that's yeah. hazing him. And they have some like literal like moments in that movie that are just I, I that movie made me feel so warm and fuzzy and smiling as a kid. Uh, my but caveat to one this of the movie. best hockey movies I've ever seen. My caveat to this movie is that I have not seen this movie in probably 30 years. I don't care. It's got to hold up. In my brain, it I need up. it to hold up. It has to hold it, up. I loved it. It's a fucking amazing loved movie. Loved it. Young Blood. Just give it a shot. If you have time and you like hockey, you might enjoy it. It's, it's all um, minor league shit, so it's a lot of dirtbaggery going on, which is amazing. So I think um, I know where you're going with the GOAT hockey movie. Go ahead and say it. Slapshot. Slapshot. Dude, Paul Newman, Paul Newman and the Hanson brothers. And the Hanson brothers. That movie will make you laugh. I don't oh, no. give a Out shit. Loud. And it'll actually make you really like hockey if you don't it know it. Kind of will make you like hockey. Because you don't wear helmets. No. The Hanson brothers they're, are these they're, three, they're real idiots. Like they're they're, idiots. they're not actors. No, they're not actors. It was frightening. They put these assholes Aren't they in Quebecian? This... Yes. Yeah, dude. It's phenomenal. They're nightmare fucking Canadian French people. And, and Paul Newman as the grizzled hockey vet, vet is hysterically dude, funny. Newman and is also beast, weirdly bro. touching. And yeah. where's Paul Newman? It's Jesus I know, Christ. but you forget how good Paul Newman is. It's so, Unless you watch Cool and Luke or you it's watch It's so the easy Hustler to forget who Paul um, Newman was. He's such a stud. In oh my, my mind, he's a stud. He's, he's a stud. Yeah. He was Paul Newman was Brad Pitt before Brad Pitt. He was and better I looking. Back than Brad. that. By the way, when Brad, when Paul was Newman was twenty eight, he was he's better stud, looking than Brad Pitt dude. at twenty. He was a stud. I will fucking die on that hill. I know Pitt's, that was a pretty Pitt's aging well though. Pretty yeah, Pitt is aging. He's like aging a really boss. Well. God damn it, he looks great. Eating babies. He fucking. looks great. Last but not least, Bobby and I's probably favorite sport. 
which would be the foosball. The foosball. The footballs. And we're not um, going to talk about Waterboy. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? And by we're, the way, we're not talking about Waterboy. I enjoyed Waterboy a lot. It's I'm fine. not going to put it on this list. It's fine. Um, a couple of older movies to talk about, which is, number one, believe it or not, they made this movie again, and it wasn't good, but it was called The Longest Yard. And oh. it is <laughs> so fucking good. Fucking Burt Reynolds at his peak, looking super studly after Playgirl. Um, he it's a it's a prison prison guys right convicts versus the fucking uh, COs versus the fucking officers on the field, and it is so much fun and so well done and so earnest, yeah, and so like genuine. That's why the Adam Sandler version it it was it was fluff. And had a bunch of actors in it that you knew, but yeah. there was a, a genuineness. It's of, weird that Sandler uh, missed the mark on a movie. It's wow, weird. that's weird. Uh, my favorite football movie of all time is another Nick Nolte movie, and it's called North Dallas Forty, Ooh. and it's about the Dallas Cowboys. But despite that, um, it's, it, a, it, it's a culture. It's movie. a culture. Movie. It's about this, the culture of football. These are guys that were smoking fucking darts and drinking beer before games, and like. If they got injured, I don't give a fuck. Shoot me up with cortisone and get me back out there. They lived on Ooh, Percocet. Matt Davis. And it, Matt, yep. Who was a country singer back in the day that also acted. North but Dallas 40 is fucking fantastic. This feels like you're in a, a locker room in the 70s. It's funny. It's, it's touching. Very touching. It, and it's brutal at points. Very it's, brutal. It's, it's a real... Talk about slice of life. It felt like you were in a Texas football locker room yeah. for that movie. And, and Nolte really being Nolte just Nolte fucking, just fucking Nolte, my it. dude. Another guy. It. You talk about Hackman. Movie. Nolte and Hackman are kind of on the same strata as far as I'm concerned. Love it. Um, and last two, I joked. We're going to end with the, 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 the feel good. I, I joked about the last Boy Scout only because... <laughs> It might be the best football-related scene ever shot in movie history. Yeah. Would you agree? 100%. Do you want to explain it? Do you know who was the running back? I don't. I just remembered. Who was it? Tybo. Billy Blaines. Oh. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's the running back. Whoa, that's weird. I don't... I, I, I forgot I remembered. Um, so, anyway. Well, the concept behind that scene... Trash movie... Bruce Willis, David Wayans. It's a, I don't know if I want to call it a trap. It is, and I love it. But most people be like, "What are you?" Talking but it's about? an it's an eighties buddy movie. Shane Black wrote it. Who wrote yeah. Lethal Weapon? That's right. And, yeah, you know, but it's the white the white grizzled cop, the young black white new guy. Yeah. Like I mean, David Wayans, Bruce Willis. Ever heard of it? So the the movie opens up. Um, this guy has a bet illegally, right. on the game, right. And he loses his shit because he realizes when this game goes down the way it's going to go down, he's fucked. His whole family's going to get killed. Were there drugs involved, though? Yes. Okay. And so he just decides to pick up the ball, run down the field. Like, it's a rainy, dark night. And it's all slow-mo. He gets handed off the ball, knowing that his whole life is over, and he's probably going to get killed, and his family's going to get killed. And so he grabs the ball, right? you got to set it up, because it's very like dramatic. Yeah. And then what happens? And then slow-mo, through the rain, he pulls out a gun. 
and just start as a running back as a running back just start shooting defenders just smoking fools (laughs) and who does he smoke in the end himself himself takes and i think he says something like yeah i I don't remember i scored yes oh man it's It's, and then it just turns into a buddy movie detective the boys are back in town yeah that kind of yeah okay um last but but not least the one movie. Let's talk about a good one. The original crying movie of all time. Nobody under... Anybody from 35 to probably 55. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This movie broke you when you saw it. And you saw it when you were a kid. You saw it when you were in your teens or your early 20s, and you cried. And if you didn't cry, you don't have a soul, and that is Rudy. 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 If you didn't cry at the end of Rudy, you have no business being a parent. 100%. Because you have no soul and no empathy. Yeah. Fucking dude. Samwise Ganji. Yeah. Dude. I mean, no, I mean, you're right. Like, like this is... Um, and there's a couple of movies in this genre. Lucas. That we could talk about. Lucas is one of them. Um, uh, school Day... Or School Ties. School Ties, dude. With Fraser. You know what I mean? Like, with... Um, no, School Ties. Yeah, Brandon Fraser and Matt... Matt Damon and Matt was in Damon, that one. Ben yeah. Affleck, um, Rudy's River Phoenix. I think dude, when you're watching Rudy and you're like, "Is that Vince Vaughn?" You're like, "Yeah, it is." Is that John Favreau? Yeah, oh yeah. Is that is. you know what yeah, I mean? You're is. just like, "Holy yeah. shit!" There's everybody of, was in this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. it was a seminal movie. We were growing up. It's the little guy does well. He makes it. It's great. And you root for him. And I got to throw an honorable mention on what? this. Do it. Oh, Re- we didn't talk boxing. But- Remember the Titans. Oh yeah, sorry. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Denzel. Speaking of Denzel. Plus, fuck it, dude. Ryan Gosling's in that. Oh, Donald a ton of Faison's in, that. in it. Like, there's so many of those fucking guys. Um, real quick, honor any honorable. Um, yes. I was thinking about this. Golf wise, we were talking about it. Golf adjacent movies. You gotta say Happy Gilmore's. On Happy Gilmore's fucking hilarious. Happy Gilmore's hilarious. But I know it's you guys like your list. Tin Cups and your Bagger Vances. Of course. And, and then I don't want to just dismay, but I've got a 1099 my face off. Yeah. So let's talk boxing real quick. Oh yeah. Let's One do of it. some of the best movies of all time are boxing movies. The Rocky Universe. That's why I don't want to get into one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. I don't want to get into Creed. It's all in the same universe. Really, really, obviously, Oscar-winning movies. Yes. Wonderful rooting movies to 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 watch. Ali, obviously. Oh. Smith's Amazing. best Amazing. performance. Jamie Foxx, even better performance. My Michael opinion. Mann directed. Michael Mann directed the Fighter. Fucking yeah. Christian Bale. Wonderful movie. You Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. Phenomenal movie. And one, the sleeper of all sleeper boxing movies that oh. none of you will watch after I say this. By the but way, you have to watch this. It's fucking amazing. This is your call to action it's this week. It's called Digstown. Digstown. It is with James, two G's. James Wood and Louis Gossett Jr., Dude, listen to me. This movie's so good. It's so fucking fun. It's a battle. It's like Ocean Eleven, but boxing. You know what it is? It really it's is. The sting. It's the Sting, but boxing. But but boxing. And I know James Woods is a rightist, mega piece of shit. But man, him and Louis Gossett Jr. were so fucking good in this. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern was the bad guy. Was the bad oh guy. Oh my god, you're right. It's fucking uh, incredible. It's incredible. Digstown. If you just Dig it up. 
blow the dust off of it and watch it. It's I'm gonna name amazing. the title of this episode Digstown. You should. Because why not? It's that fucking it good. It needs that pub. And you guys need to watch this fucking movie. All right. If Bobby wants to say something, he can. No. I'm going to pee my pants. No, let's go pee. All right. We're going to have a quick uh, a little dartery. And then we'll do we'll, real we'll quick. We'll be back. Uh, uh, yeah, we're in. We're there. We're going to roll some wisdom at you. Love you guys. If your cake falls, <laughs> eat it like a brownie. Eat it like a brownie. Eat it like a brownie. Eat it, eat it like a brownie. In fact, sometimes they were better. Um, they didn't taste bad. Fluffy cakes, eh. overrated. Eh, I think they're a little overrated. I love a brownie. Nothing's wrong about a dense brownie. A dense brownie, like one where you're just unless you're some, like trying to peel it off the roof some of your mouth. Psycho put a raisin in it or, or a something. walnut. Oh. Ew, you fucking walnut people. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with walnuts, but don't put them in my brownies. I don't like walnuts. Just make a brownie. They're, they're, the, they're the fucking... They're the Bostonian Italian of nuts. Cinnamon rolls with <laughs> raisins are still the worst I, Hey, listen. I'm, I'm a raisin guy. I know you are. I'm a raisin dude, guy. come on. I'm one of the few the proud. If I order a cinnamon roll and there's raisins in it... What about golden raisins? Furious. Golden raisins. No. Stop no. it. Not in my fucking cinnamon Not roll. Not a raisin at all. N- Nair a raisin in sight. Keep it out of my... No. Keep it out of my shit. I would eat a raw fucking Butthole. raisin out of a box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a little like box a of sun-made? raisins. I'll eat those. All right. But I don't want them in my... Baked goods. You don't want them in your baked goods? No, they start to rehydrate. In your scone. Next thing you know, you got a date. (laughs) 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 Oh, guys. Yeah. 970-426-5344 is the number. Yep. Lava cake butts. 970-426-5344. Nine seven zero four two six five three four four. I love that you guys never know where we're discussing. We're talking we're... about lava cake butts. Lava cake butts. Yeah, yeah. That's we saw real. one of the, we saw one of those. It's a tragic, uh, fucking byproduct of today's society. It's a butt that at first blush seems amazing, fine, and then and you, you tap the center with a spoon, and then... <laughs> it fucking turns into it, and everything falls apart. A gooey mess. Reach out to us, send us texts, send us voicemails. We love the feedback. Uh, uh, we went super hyper long on the sports movies thing, but but there's as we should a thousand great sports movies. If you there's guys so have many. some, um, I know Bustos will probably pipe up with some bad news bears some stuff we've missed. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we avoided the kids ones like Angels in the Outfield. I know, and those are bad news bears. So loved. I mean, and I get it. Rodney Dangerfield's Ladybugs, but that's like a whole nother podcast. <laughs>
<laughs> I knew you were going to love that one. Will Ferrell's Kicking and Screaming. Kicking and Screaming. I get it. These like, are great. They're great fucking movies. But we wanted to make sure that the sport <laughs> um, was the highlight. The one we're going to get fucking dinged on what? by a lot of our fucking listenership is Mighty Ducks. So let me go ahead and just say now, don't. <sighs> we we, <laughs> we consider that a kid's movie, too. It's a kid's movie. Did they make a professional sports organization because of the movie or vice versa? That's gross. Yes. It's gross. That happened. It's gross. Disney made a sports team. Um, That's fine. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, we are probably at the end of things. We don't really have songs. No, we didn't do any music. It's kind of the dog days of summer. It's not really super hot ass music season per se. There's some joints out there. I'm not. There's some stuff I'm gonna. Fine. I want to talk about in the next month or so. Yeah. Um, I know that Queens of the Stone Age have put out a new their album. new album. I've I've heard selected songs from it. I have not delved into it as of yet. Okay. Um, but I am excited to do so. But, but we're Josh Homme fans, so well, it's going to yeah. be hard not to like Josh, anything that guy. Put out. That guy. Um, who's sleeping with your wife? I got it. Or used to be? Well. Yeah. They're divorced now. They're divorced. But, so she's on the market. Um, you were saying that your pearl of wisdom. I, my, my beautiful wife, Rex, shared with me she is on the interwebs more than i am so she's on the tweets she does the tweets she does the instagrams um and she shared an instagram with me which basically summed up so much about what i think um because it's a response the beginning you're gonna hear this and so you got to put it in context the beginning of it is a millennial or even Zoomer, yeah, like early 20s talking about, yeah. well, what about Gen X? Like, how come nobody talks shit about them? And the response by the lovely lady, I could literally not have written better if I yeah. had time to do it. It's amazing. It is amazing. And she kind of expresses what I know Bobby and I both feel. better than we could have all right Um, so let me i'm gonna try to do this correctly yes um i think i've got this figured out do it we're good okay this is aaron's pearl of wisdom who let gen x off the hook why are we talking shit about those guys because sir uh, we will fuck you up We fought in real life, not on the internet. We are the last generation of feral children. We didn't have safe spaces. We didn't have trigger warnings. No one was allergic to fucking gluten. We mind our own business. We are older than Google. We are not the bigger person. Leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) Brava! Brava! That is amazing, man. What else you got to say about that? Yeah. Yeah. We are... Are, is Gen X a lost generation? Like, do we people cons- even understand what Gen X is? We were considered the law, lo- uh, the slacker generation. Yes, um, that was the big thing. That was right? it. We right? were the slacker generation. I'm a loser, baby. but also that is such total nonsense and no. bullshit. We were the we were like, the transitional we were, we, generation. Gen X has accomplished. Let's face it. We're all right around fifty, yeah. probably forty-five to fifty-five. Yeah, if I'm Look, guessing, that's safe. That's Gen X's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, like, who's not killing it? I know, I know. But you know what we I mean? don't, we don't. It won't start nothing. Won't be nothing. We're not out there trying to hoop and holler. <sighs> right. Uh, we're not 
we're not causing a ruckus like in the streets. That's what I'm saying. We're the last generation of feral children. We used to run the streets. When the streetlights came on, we'd go home. Our parents had no idea what we were doing or, or what, what was happening. You were just left to your own devices. Um, Pre-cell phone, pre-internet. We were the, the first generation to transition over to what the new world is. And, uh, yeah, we don't have phone recordings of ourselves at 18 at a party throwing up and falling into a bush. I guess there was my, no cell phones. And my question is, if I was to respond back to that kid that was calling out Gen X, and I was like, well, how about this? Meet me in the parking lot of City Market. No, because now you're and you're physically threatening. And... and fuck around and find out what's up. Right. He would be like, oh, you're physically threatening me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'd be like, yeah, no, 100%. And that's the difference. I am 100% <laughs> physically threatening If you had a beef, it was going to find you. Because <laughs> that's how that's how we dealt with beef. That's it. Is we fucking threw hands. Well, we can't, you know. We weren't shooting each other. We weren't fucking. No, like, not yet. Not yet. We grew into that. We grew into yeah. it. But like, that's what we were doing. It was like, that's, eh. eh. Yeah, if you want to fucking... You, you settled it, you settled it, and then he shook hands and you moved on. You want to see what's up? That's it. Then we'll That's figure it. out what's up. That's it. But like... We are not the bigger person. No, we were never the bigger person. <laughs> we always... And we never claimed to be. We always chose violence. Our parents were the, quote yeah. unquote, greatest generation. It, whatever. You know, our boomer so parents... overrated. We're the greatest generation. They destroyed the credit system. But we're the slacker generation that was also like creating the internet and And, creating fucking... And the best music. And the best music. So... But we did that. uh, I mean, yeah. You didn't. Kind of. Suck it, nerds. Well, that leads into (laughs) my fucking pearl of wisdom is just that I'm old. Yeah, brother. 49. Going on 60. I'll say this. I don't feel old no and there's something about getting older i mean obviously you when you wake up in the morning you feel different you're not sure you don't bounce back the way you used to bounce back no, you're not you doing cartwheels out of bed no yeah. for sure yeah but at the same time like man i hang out with like 20 somethings and i hang out with and i don't mean sexual i just mean like people in my life right like josh is a really good friend of mine. Right. And what is he, 29? Yeah, he's probably in that ballpark. I, I, I've I, never lost sight of just being a person that could interact with other people. Yeah. And I don't draw lines. I don't look down on people necessarily. For being younger. No. For being younger. At all. For being, like, I like, one thing I've learned as I get older and older is that, like, there's smart people everywhere. Sure. And yeah, they're harder to find. They're like truffles. Yeah. Smart people are truffles. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't got a pig. Right. But like exactly. But when you find smart people, like don't close yourself off. No. Just enjoy the people that you enjoy. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have fucking friends that are sixty five. Right. I have friends that are twenty five. Right. And one is not smarter than the other. No, you should just keep yourself open. The whole generational thing I think is really silly. It, more so now when we were younger um when somebody was 50 they were old um 
everybody was old at 50 when we were 15. And well, now, they were working 14-hour days. Right. They had a <laughs> they, much harder life. They were old. They were <laughs> much harder life. So yeah. at this point, we've allowed ourselves to kind of extend that social age yeah. Um, yeah. a lot. So you, you can co-mingle with other generations. Right. Used to not be that way anymore, you know. But, you know, there's fucking assholes of every generation. Do you think that's a Generation X sense of, like acceptance that we have or yeah is that i think just... we were we were definitely i mean we were definitely the first generation to embrace as much as we were embracing oh, we embraced yeah. everything yeah. yeah we embraced uh we embraced different sexualities we embraced different cultures we embraced different um modal thinking like we were really the kind of the predecessors of all things progressive we were a we were a weird generation. Yeah. We not all of us, obviously. We loved gay people, but we still called people fags. Yep, that's that, a fact. That, that happened. That that happened. That's like a thing that we did. Yep, yeah. We weren't. We didn't get it all right, but we were willing to. Yeah. Huh. All right. I like that. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll leave that as a good pearl. There you go, brother. I'm 49 years old. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Enjoy these podcasts while you can. <laughs> Enjoy them while you get them <laughs> because uh, my uh, over under on fifty, uh, I was taking the under. <laughs> I was taking the under. So were we all? 